0: Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr B. This is season 24 for me and season 20 for Amanda.
0: This is day 19 of season 92. Question one uh, asks us, uh, you know, or rather tells us what's in wasabi. I'm sorry, there's not much to work with or extrapolate here. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, Japanese horseradish. Yeah. That's what it is. Pretty much. It's wasabi.
0: If it's a food question that you get without a second thought, yeah. then it's mm-hmm. a pretty easy food question. Yep. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't consider any other possibilities here. Nope. Um, I, I don't know what the Japanese name would be for like the shaved pickled ginger that they put on the side of sushi. I've always just heard it called pickled ginger, but I'm sure there's a way to say that in Japanese. Anyway. Um, yeah. This, I knew this was wasabi as well.
1: Yeah. Question two asks us, what does the uh, government office, formerly known as the General Accounting Office, now, what is it now known as? Uh,
0: I don't know when I learned about this change. I feel like it wasn't in 2004, but I definitely have heard of it not that long ago, and it might be in connection with, like, um, the the false electors, something or other, mm-hmm. um, and, and so... I had read, and I think I perhaps made note of it because I knew it used to be the General Accounting Office, that it had changed to the Government Accountability Office. Um, And so that's really, that came to mind pretty readily for me. Um, And so I went ahead and put that down.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, it was less because of false electors and more because when Trump refused to concede the election, he did not order the GAO... To begin the transition process.
0: Oh right, that.
1: And yeah, so I'm I'm not sure why he he was the one who, or maybe just his uh, handpicked lackey didn't didn't make the transition because I don't I don't know whether the GAO reports to the president, ah. considering that this question says it serves Congress. But okay. I, I think the uh, I think the president kind of uh, gets to appoint the GAO head, ah, okay. and the. Uh, the one in November of 2020 uh, was one of his appointees I and see. You know, tried to <laughs> say, well, we're not sure who really won the election for mm-hmm. a while and thereby hampered the transition efforts. But yeah, this is the Government Accountability Office, mm-hmm. and I think that probably also stuck in my mind during that month or so when yeah. uh, that administrator was suddenly in the news.
0: And that was the correct answer. Question three uh, asks us, how else would you say makeup art
1: cosmetics? (laughs) Yeah. um, It it asks us what the former makeup art cosmetics is now known as Mm -hmm. and tells us it is a subsidiary of Estee Lauder. It was founded in 1984 and was geared toward professional makeup people. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, So I immediately thought, well, this is, There's a makeup company or something like that called MAC, Mm -hmm. Um, but that can't possibly be it because (laughs) it's right after another acronym question, Ah. so clearly this is not just what's the acronym for makeup art cosmetics, so I tried (laughs) to think, well, is it, maybe it's close to that, maybe it's, is that Max Factor? Because I remember Max Factor was like, uh, uh, I, I thought... Well, no, I think Max Factor was an actual person. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that was his real name. It was, and, but I remember that like he was like the makeup guy to the stars, or was in Hollywood as a makeup artist, or something like that. Yes. So I figured, okay, well maybe Max Factor is like Betty Crocker, and <laughs> there is there wasn't really a Max Factor, but there was like a, a model that they hired to to play Max Factor, and it was and they named it after this. But then I thought it says was found in nineteen eighty four. And mm-hmm. that seemed awfully late. Like, I feel like Max Factor had been around for a while when I became aware of his existence, which probably would have been mid-80s. Sure. Uh, so that didn't work either. And I just, I kept trying over the course of the morning to figure out what it could possibly be other than MAC, because that's ridiculous. Why would it be, why, <laughs> why would we be given that much information? hmm But... Uh, with no other, with nothing else, I, I tried to think of all the cosmetic company or brands or lines or whatever I could, and they all just bounced off of, no, this, none of these have anything to do with any part of this question. Yeah. Except MAC, which I wasn't even sure was actually a thing. Like, I just mm-hmm. thought that maybe it was for some reason, and I, I, I don't know why, but I... I just went with it. Mm M-A-C.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it definitely is right there in the question. And you, I I think I, we must have talked about like Max Factor in that little bit of makeup history at some point. Um, because I, I sort of, I've certainly, um, read about that, uh, some time ago and did not even pause to think of it in response to this question because I was like, M-A-C is right there in the middle of the question, so I'm sure that's M-A-C then. I I didn't know that's what their uh, name came from, but I was just like, oh, well, okay then. Um, I, you know, I suspect that a common wrong answer may be M-U-A-C, if people, you know, somehow got that it was an abbreviation, but, um, uh, you know, yeah, this was, this is something, it, this is a brand that you will run across in department stores, Sephora. Um, I don't know if it's typically in drug stores. There's kind of like dividing lines between tiers of makeup Mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, some things are really high end. And then there's kind of like your NARS and your MAC and a few others that you would find in, in a nice mall department store, but maybe not the absolute fanciest, like not, you know, maybe not Saks or something. Um, And then you have like that kind of drug store tier that, is, you know, you might find in CVS or a grocery store or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is, you know, is in the department store kind of realm, I think. Um, And by the way, everyone, if I'm wrong, I don't wear makeup almost ever. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of, you know, with the possible exception of nail polish type makeup, um, but I don't wear face makeup on a daily basis. And that's what I associate with MAC. Um, And so I'm kind of, you know, these are pretty rough cuts as far as how I'm characterizing them as a company. Um, But be that as it may, I've certainly had enough exposure to makeup brands that MAC was top of mind for this. So that's what I put down to.
1: And that was correct. Mm -hmm. To my amazement. (laughs) See, this is, this is what you get when you ask for more female-oriented questions from a dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, um, there's a makeup company, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, uh, you know, what's impressive is that so far, uh, as a dude who is not a food person, you've gotten the yeah. makeup question and the food question. I would expect you to get the GAO question. <laughs> um, but, you know, good show.
1: Yeah. Uh, next we go back into my realm Yes. Of, uh, World history, particularly military type, mm-hmm. tests us what uh, were Tripolitania, t- Tunis, and Algiers collectively known as in their uh, Ottoman province days?
0: Yes, and it, it notes that they were known as particular states, um, and that the name was also used for the coastal territory where these provinces existed. So, um, if the the term originated from an ethnic group the ethnic group that i or at least an ethnic group that i associate very much with north africa is the berbers and the that combined with kind of the coastal territory nod in the question made me think of the barbary coast um and i thought well would these then be the barbary states um yeah seems seems like enough as anything um That I could otherwise come up with. And uh, so with with that kind of clicking together for me, I put down Barbary. Uh,
1: One of, if not the first uh, war waged by the newly free United States of America was against the Barbary pirates. Right. Um, And they were from the Barbary states. Mm-hmm. And our allies in that war were Sweden and Sicily because, <laughs> sure, that's a All that's right. a triangle of terror. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just, I, as soon as I saw those, I was like, oh, this is going to be about the Barbary state. And, you know, and I think, yeah, coastal terror, yeah, this is the Barbary states. And, so I said Barbary.
0: And and Barbary states was the correct answer. I'm not sure why states was included in the correct answer, given that it's in quotes in the question. He does that a lot. but. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the phrase, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Barbary will be counted as correct. Uh, Question five asks us uh, what scientist used pretty much everything except a bell to do his Nobel Prize winning experiments. Uh,
1: And uh, the bell was part of the familiar story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this, of course, immediately uh, made me think of Pavlov Mm -hmm. ringing the bell and making the dog drool. Yep. Um, and I, I guess it wasn't actually that. Hmm. Uh, but uh, the the other the other choices are kind of odd, like hmm. buzzer, electric shock device, and a metronome. Like what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can see zapping a thing. That that seems very early twentieth century science. Like we're gonna we're just gonna zap some living thing and see what mm. happens. Seems to be a lot of the building blocks of uh, of science back in those days. But the metronome seems odd.
0: You know, what I'm picturing for it, and I had the very same thought process and thought this has got to be Pavlov and his experiment with the dog, is perhaps the dog drools when you set the metronome going for a while and then stops when the metronome stops. Like kind of a, showing like a, a time uh, uh, timed version of the experiment versus, you know, bell rings versus not. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I haven't read in more detail. That's me speculating there. Um but yeah, I was I was pretty sure this was Pavlov, and if it wasn't, then I I'm at a loss. Yep.
1: Yeah. And it was Ivan Pavlov. So, I don't think I could have given you his first name if he gave me a dozen tries.
0: No, I probably would have gone with like Paul, which is what the mm, last name derives yeah. from. Mm.
1: Question six asks us for a massively influential electro funk and hip hop song, with a very familiar bassline which has been sampled a lot. It was released in 1982 by Africa Bombata.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I this is one that I may have heard of before, um, and I'm sure I've heard the the samples of it, you know, a million times. Um, but it's it, this is a great little you know nugget of, of hip hop and rap history that I just don't have nailed down. Um, I ended up going with Boombastic because that word popped into my head and I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a rap or hip hop album that's named that. I thought maybe it was named that in tribute to, um, you know, this particular song and its influence on rap and hip hop. So I put down Boombastic, you know, maybe one of our, um, tips or I'm not sure it's a rule, but like, if you find yourself working really hard to rationalize your answer, <laughs> then if you don't already know that it's probably not right, you know, maybe reconsider and, and take a step back or something. Um, but I was not going to get this one in particular in, in a million years. So yeah. um, I just put, put down something to put down something.
1: Fair. Uh, so I, I figured this was the uh, particular, there, there's a particular like seven second sample that's used extensively in hip hop. And it took me a while. This was one of my shower memories of the morning where I was kind of going through, trying to figure out what, what it was that I was thinking of. I was like, it's not the Wilhelm scream. It's, (laughs) it's that other thing that gets sampled a lot. And finally I remembered it's called the Amen break.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I thought, okay, that's probably it. Cause I, just that was that was the only thing I could think of that it would have been that like commonly sampled and mm. you know, frequently would have said it has appeared on hundreds of subsequent recordings. So I just answered amen.
0: Very very reasonable as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the correct answer was Planet Rock. Sure. So neither of us really getting that close. Yeah, well, <laughs> old, that old
1: school hip hop not my thing.
0: I mean, yeah, I like. I went and played the video and I was like, yeah, oh yeah, I recognize the part that gets sampled a lot, but I don't think I've ever heard the song in its entirety. So I, you know, it's, it's more a piece of history than it is something I've, I've lived with. Um, at least from, from my perspective. Um, so, you know, five out of six on the day, I, I, I don't hate that, but I also feel like that question six was the hardest one. Oh, yeah. Um, most likely. Um, government accountability might be tough for for people who aren't current events oriented as much.
1: Yeah, I mean, just getting all of the words correct might be mm-hmm. a little difficult, especially since two out of three changed. Right. So you might just kind of overcompensate and figure, okay, well, it, it, clearly it's not just like, now it's just the the government accounting office or now mm-hmm. it's just the general accountability office mm-hmm. or it's the government accountability organization now right but we'll see
0: yeah and, and uh yeah i mean the other ones you know will certainly vary a little bit by category although i'm picturing about a 95 percent get rate for wasabi
1: um, yeah yeah i think that one probably is going to be a lot that's one of those ones where everybody's going to know it and some number of people are going to overthink it.
0: True. True. Or are just going to have, you know, brain block. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, in actually picking the word out cause that that'll happen too. Um, but yeah, I, you know, the, the one good thing is that that difficult question is in a category that I'm usually pretty decent at. Mm-hmm. So, um, Maybe maybe I'll only lose two on that instead of three. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I can hope for.
1: Yep, same here.
0: Well, that's it for today. Tune in on Tuesday for more post game analysis.
1: Follow us on Twitter at lrndlg. That's Larry Lee without the vowels. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.